The Women in Agile podcast series amplifies the voices of outstanding women in the Agile community. We are dedicated to sharing the wisdom and inspiration our community has to offer by telling our stories, being thought leaders, and having open conversations with our allies. This series is brought to you in partnership from the Women in Agile organization and Accenture Solutions IQ. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Women in Agile podcast series. I'm your host, Leslie Morse, and today we're podcasting live from the Global Safe Summit in San Diego. I'm honored to be chatting with Riti Gupta. She was a featured voice at the annual Safe Summit Women in Agile breakfast earlier today. Riti is the coaching and execution lead for Transformation at AIG. She is also the leader of the Charlotte Women in Agile meetup group, and in her spare time is a lifestyle blogger. Riti's also a mother of two young children, and she loves to travel and uses unique gourmet experiences to help shape her cultural adventures. Riti, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me, Leslie. Yeah, we've met a couple times, but Mm this will actually be our first opportunity to really sit down and get to know each other a little bit better. So um, that's an added added benefit for me today. Oh my goodness. I think the pleasure is all mine because I follow you like crazy, like a stalker (laughs) almost on LinkedIn. And to your point, we've obviously, you know, crossed paths on LinkedIn or so social media, but just to be here and, you know, just be in this energetic environment, I am so thrilled and thank you for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. And I, th- I think mentioning the energy here at the Safe Summit has, is, it's really, there's been something different about it this year. And then just the energy in the room this morning for the Women in Agile Breakfast was yes. truly palpable. I got to talk with uh, M for a podcast this morning after her, her um, session today as well. And it's just amazing things are happening. How, what was... What was your recap of it in a few words? Right, absolutely. Thank you for that question. So I actually attended my first Women in Agile event ever last year at the Safe Summit. So I was a part of the breakfast that they had last year. And to be very honest, I've been doing agility for the past 12 years, and I'd never heard of Women in Agile. And when I went to the breakfast, I was motivated, very inspired, that I took it upon myself to essentially come back home to Charlotte and kickstart my own group. And this morning, being a part of not only the breakfast, but to be able to be featured as a speaker, I mean, I'm telling you, this was a promise that I made to myself last year, that if I go back to the Safe Summit, I want to be speaking. And with the women in Agile, you know, it just gave me wings, if you will. So talk about the energy, the motivation, the inspiration, and the connection, right? I mean, even when we got up and did that little networking thing in the beginning, um, there was chatter, there was excitement, there was, you know, the connections being made, and you could feel it in the air. You could. So very you exciting, could. and I would say that it's been a very successful morning so far. It has, it has. And so let's rewind a little bit prior mm-hmm. to Safe Summit last year. Um, how did you find Agile, or did it find you? Oh, great question. So actually it found me. So I am what you would typically call, um, you know, just climb through the ranks. I was a developer. I went to school, got my undergrad, and my graduate degree in computer science. I was a developer back in the day when I started, um, then quickly climbed the ranks, became a tech lead, uh, started dabbling into project management a little bit, and my manager at that time, and who is also my mentor right now, pulled me into his office and showed me the Agile Manifesto. And he said, just read those words for me, and I read the manifesto. And he's like, do you know what this means? I'm like, I have no idea. I have no idea. There's just words right now for me. And then he took it upon himself, spent 15 minutes just explaining the manifesto to me. And it's almost like a light bulb went off. And ever since then, I have never looked back. Um, I have my PMP because I needed to get my PMP to get in through the door for any company back then. 
But then I started really getting into, you know, what does Scrum mean? What does being a Scrum Master mean? I got my Scrum Master certification and then um, went to work for another firm. And um, they knew that I have a Scrum Master certification. So they asked me, hey, would you mind teaching this team what Scrum is? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to do it. So, I mean, ever since then, never looked back. So Agile and, really found me. Yeah, and what a gift that was to be asked so early on to help teach others. Because yes. we know that by teaching ourselves, it's such a wonderful way to learn on our own and to really support our journey. I really, I, I, that was a big piece of my Agile learning journey mm-hmm. was getting into the classroom and working with people and that energy when the light bulb moment comes on Absolutely. and you see other people go, oh, oh, I get it. I see a different You're way now. You're so right about that. So when I taught my first class and there are air coats here. Uh, but when I taught my first class, there were certain questions I was trying to answer myself by asking those questions to the audience. And to your point, every classroom training I've had since then, I end up learning not only about agility, but a little bit about myself every single time. Yeah. And to your point, the more knowledge I share with people, I'm selfish. I actually gain a lot in that experience myself. Absolutely. And so I want to lean into not only your experience mm-hmm. as as a woman, right? Also a woman of color. Yes. Um, in not only the technology industry, but mm-hmm. also in Agile. Right. So what has that journey been like for you? And what have you experienced? And through that lens, how have you really seen the role of women evolve within our Agile community? Great question. And um, very well put as well, I would say, Leslie, because I've been asked this question Um, A couple of times before, but in a variety of different ways, not as targeted. And I'm so glad that you're asking me that question so spot on because I want to answer it. Uh, When I started out in the industry, uh, we didn't have a lot of women developers. We had a lot of women testers. We had a lot of women analysts, right? We didn't have a lot of women developers. Um, I was the only woman in a class of seven developers starting out at my company back then. Um, So obviously, right off the bat, you know, I was the one. I was, um, as uh, Jade Simmons said, I was the standout, not the minority. I was the standout, right? But, um, and I didn't realize that, what that meant, because to me, I was just me. I didn't look at myself as a woman. I didn't look at myself as an Indian woman or a minority woman or a woman of color. I was just a woman. But then I quickly realized that I am a woman. I'm a minority woman. I'm a woman of color. I had all these things that were essentially working against me, to be very honest with you. And actually, it's a minority woman of color that's also a software engineer, right? Yes. That's a, even a smaller oh niche. Oh, my goodness, yes. And when I started to look around me, trying to find people who looked like me or who were women like me for mentorship, for example, I couldn't find anybody. So early on, my mentor was an African-American man. And, and that's a great story for me to tell to people because I was looking in the wrong place to begin with, right? So I was looking at somebody who would look like me, who would be a woman, who would be probably an Indian woman, and my mentor being somebody totally different, right? 180 degrees. But it was definitely challenging, uh, to be very honest with you, when I first started out because I did not know how to navigate. You know, there were not a lot of people who had been in my shoes who could really lend their experiences to me and say, really, we got you. We've been there. Let me help you out. Right. So I think that partly plays into what I'm doing right now is giving back to the community because I have been there and I didn't have a lot of people back then to help me out. So this is my way of giving back. Um, I will say things have really progressed. Past 15, 18 years, there's been a lot of uh, you know, progress being made. But 
there still is a lot of work that needs to be done. And that's that's why we have women in Agile to lean yes. into. Absolutely. The one thing that really attracted me to women in Agile, like I said last year, was I did see a lot of women. Yes, I also saw a lot of men. And that's when I realized, you know, we need women and allies. We need our allies to be able to help us um, just create that platform of inclusion, create that platform of giving and sharing experiences. And that is very core to me. And absolutely. And I think it's so important. Um, one of my early mentors, a, a gentleman named Russ Fletcher, uh, shared with me, and it was actually shaped a blog post that I did early on for Women in Agile, this idea of giving your glow, right? We all shine in a different way. Yes. And, and really the way I define allyship is that you're someone that that has a light and you see an opportunity to bring somebody else into that and then you actually step away and leave a little of that residual glow with them yes, and like then that. slowly over time it builds more and more brightness throughout the world mm -hmm. and I think this community that we're building is a, a truly unique oppor opportunity for us to have people shine in new ways getting your voice on stage mm -hmm. um, this morning and even just the number of women that are speaking at the safe summit this year yes. has been truly outstanding absolutely and such power right such powerful performances such powerful impact if you will i mean i was blown away by jade what she said yesterday uh you know how to move like a maverick i mean just just the six things she shared i was able to identify with at least three of them right and that tells me that somebody's been there they've done it and to your point they are our examples they are role models and if i'm able to even articulate half of the way that she did, I think I've been successful. And to your point, you know, you know, the glow aspect, sharing your shine, if you will. Yeah. I think that's core. That's core to just being um, a very intentional person. You know, the, that's the one thing I talk about is very intentional and also being authentic, not only to yourself, but to others. Mm -hmm. And to be able to do that on a platform as a Safe Summit or Women in Agile, for example, I think that is really telling of the way our industry has progressed in a way to accept that there is diversity. And diversity does not mean just women and men. It means diversity of thought. It means diversity of experiences. I mean, every third person you talk to at the Safe Summit is somebody from Europe or yep. India or, you know, Sweden, somewhere outside of continental U.S. And to me, that is telling of the progress we've made so far. Yeah, when I, in talking about that progress, I think Dima quoted what we're in. We have women in Agile, local groups in seven on seven continents. Yes, uh, six, six continents, six 42 continents. groups. 42 groups. The last one, oh, the, uh, the, yeah, the latest one was in Africa. Right, yes. Okay, that was the addition. And yeah. that was what threw me off. Where I was like six or seven. I was yeah. like, but I guess, yes, yeah, six is the right number. Yes. Um, there are not any in Antarctica. No, not no. yet. That's an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, there is an opportunity there. So, but when she asked people to raise their hand, if they're involved in a local group, we have what, over 200 people in the room, I yes. think. And there wasn't a ton that raised their right. hand. And so you've been one of the women that has taken that leadership mm -hmm. role and taken on the challenge of spinning up a local user group. Mm -hmm. And so I want to dig into what was that experience like in order to just sort of shed some light for others that are maybe thinking about doing it in their area. Right. Absolutely. Thank you for that question. So I actually asked that question right after my conversation this morning at the Women in Agile breakfast. A lady came up to me, and she's from Tampa, Florida, and she asked me something similar. And I will right off the bat tell you that I'm a big, big advocate for women development and talent retention. Being a woman, a minority woman, I realized early on, um, since I didn't find somebody like me out there who was looking out 
for people like me, for women like me, or seeking out opportunities for me. I really took it upon myself to do it. I am, um, I'm the VP of Women and Allies in my firm. I've been a global women in technology lead for my firm. I was part of the women in technology and operations at a firm that I worked before. So all through my career, I have somehow devoted a part of my time in the development and retention of women talent. Now that I have a daughter, as well as a son, it is very important to me to emphasize the fact that women and men are the same. They can do every single thing the same way. There is no way that there's going to be boundary created just because there's a perception out there that you know women and men can do things the same way. So having said that, last year, like I said, the light bulb went off when I was in the Women Agile Breakfast, and I think there was a question uh, somebody asked, and I asked a question, is there a group in North Carolina? And I think Dima said that there's one in Raleigh. And I started to look up, and I'm like, Raleigh is three and a half hours away from Charlotte. Guess what? I'm going to open yeah, up a not group. not good enough. Yes, because I would love to go to Raleigh every month, every weekend if I can. But how fabulous would it be for have, you know, to have a group in my backyard? And I've been doing agility for the past 12 years. I have a lot of networks. I have a lot of um, you know, uh, engagements that I do within the community. And I know for a fact that there would be a good opportunity for everybody. So selfishly, I went back to Charlotte and I put a blast out there to a couple of my teammates, uh, including my current boss and my mentor. And I said, I'm going to do this. And him being him, he's like, okay, go ahead. And I told my husband, I'm going to do this. And my husband being my husband said, yeah, do it. You'll be great at it. So I took the plunge, so to speak, in February of this year. I had 20 people join. I had um, a vendor obviously sponsor the event who was also a good friend of mine. And the 20 people plus the vendor, I said, you have to come. 19 of them were my best friends. I'm like, you have to show up. This is going to be huge. I promise. This is going to be so worth your time. I had one of the most prominent leaders in the Carolinas come and kick it off. Um, and it was fantastic. 20 people showed up. Uh, we had cookies and we had beverages. Um, and now we're averaging 45 to 50 people every month. I also have a co-chair now with me, a lead who, you know, helps me with logistics and coordinates the events with me. I have people volunteering. I have women and men coming in. And I have a speaker lineup um, already scheduled through May of next year, along with vendors who want to participate, which leads me to believe that people do want to do things for the higher purpose. Absolutely. And I'll say it's, it's so different, especially in this women in agile space. I was on the board of the Charlotte Metro chapter of IIBA, so International Institute of Business Analysis, when I lived in Charlotte mm -hmm. a number of years ago. And, and the difference in something like IIBA, that's a large formalized organization, people have dues, you're paying in yes. locally, you charge to come to events, right? We had, right, I focused on chapter development, so I was seeking formal sponsors and all of that. And there's budget to work with and play with and right. do things. And we as women in Agile are still, right, and even though now we're a 501c3, right. which is huge, so huge, it's still very startup mode at the local user group level. Yes. So it's not like you've got this giant corporate team behind you to support you when you're starting up. And so I think the sharing the stories of putting together your network and building allies and, and how to get started is um, so important to inspire other local groups to get going as well. Absolutely, Leslie, you said it right, because to be very fair, um, you know, I did not build this on my own. Yes, it was my idea to start it. Absolutely. I coaxed 20 people in my network and said, you need to attend. But it was after the 20 people left, they started talking about it. 
I ended up meeting somebody the next month who said to me, do you know there's a group called Women in Agile? I heard from a friend, you should go. I'm like, I will see you there. <laughs> and she ended up being there and she saw me. She's like, you are so bad. I'm like, I love that because I didn't have to sell you on it. Yeah. I didn't have to tell you about it. You were the one who told me that there is something called Women in Agile in Charlotte. And that to me is a great testament that we needed a platform. The women, as well as our allies, needed a platform where they could come in and feel protected and feel candid and have conversations about growth and opportunity. And like I said, we have doubled in size and we have a speaker lineup. We have speakers reaching out to us saying, hey, want to speak at your event? What do I need to do? I know, and I'm an hour and a half down the road and I can't seem to coordinate my schedule to get there either. It is hard. (laughs) It is hard. But this is for everybody who's listening as well. If you're in the Charlotte market, please come and support us. We're on meetup.com. We're called Women in Agile Charlotte Metro. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. Would love to have you. More the merrier. Yeah, and I think another angle we should talk about, and you were mentioning kind of employee resource groups Mm -hmm. and women in technology groups that you've done through your your corporate career, not sort of in a larger community Mm -hmm. sense, but you, at, at Accenture Solutions IQ, we have a corporate-based yes. women in Agile group. And so that's another angle that we can really use mm-hmm. to build engagement of this community, mm-hmm. um, even through virtual settings. So we've got a once a month, an hour-long virtual meetup. We do open space and lean coffee sort of right, things. Right. And it's just it's a really lovely way to bond in, in the sisterhood and allyship Absolutely. within our group of 200 coaches here in North America, which is really great. And so I think that's another way that people should think about how to grow uh, what it is we're doing with this movement. Absolutely. And I, you know, I shared this this morning, talk about sisterhood, right? We, I'm so proud to say, we've had five ladies actually get new career opportunities because of Women in Agile. Now that is sisterhood right there. That is the unity factor I'm talking about. That's like get up on the top of the roof, shout it, Absolutely. let everybody know. That's why we're so here. It was so huge for me because I met somebody in the elevator. She looked at me and said, I remember your voice from the first time I attended a group. I'm like, are you talking about women in Agile? And she's, she was so uh, candid. She's like, I don't remember your name. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, that's okay. She's like, I just want to let you know I got a position as a scrum master and I got it because I attended one of your meetups and I met a vendor there. And I had goosebumps. I had goosebumps. I came back home and I was like screaming and telling my husband, oh my God, this is what happened. And that is the power of connection. That is the power of networking of like-minded individuals. Absolutely. So talking about like-minded individuals, Mm -hmm. right? Job hunting, mentorship, right? Is such a thing that this community craves. It happens all the time in the agile space. Mm-hmm. And when you spoke this morning, the the rise to succeed <laughs> sort of model that you talk about right. for really leaning into mentorship in a way that makes it, I think, truly meaningful mm-hmm. and allows you to get the most out of it. I, I'd love for you to talk to people about that for, yeah, for just a few minutes. Absolutely. Thank you for that. So this is something I created. And, um, you know, I'd been noodling with the idea of coming up with a fun acronym, right? Because I had all these thoughts in my head. So my husband and his best friend, actually, they were over for dinner. And I was like, you know, I want to I want to put together a model. This is what I'm trying to do. But I want it to sound positive. I want to sound, you know, energetic and bubbly and full of sunshine and rainbows. And we collectively, so two men and myself, 
my husband, his best friend, and me, we came up with the acronym RISE because I was throwing like words at them that, you know, I want to be able to talk about reaching out and taking ownership. So RISE was born out of that. Not the thought, but the acronym. And it fits. It does. You have to rise. You know, you have to be able to be in the driver's seat. You need to be accountable for your success, for your career. Um, your manager will be there to help you out. You may have a spouse who's really a good partner who's going to help you out. But ultimately, it's you, the person looking at in the mirror, right? So rise really comes from four different words. R in the rise stands for reaching out. Meaning you are the one who's responsible in the driver's seat. You need to do the reaching out to a possible mentor. So what I talked about this morning was that don't send out random LinkedIn requests. Hate that when that happens. Give me a little bit more as to why do you want to connect with me? You want to give me a business card. You want my business card, right? What, what do you want it for? So reaching out is all about, you know, doing your due diligence and being a little bit authentic in your approach. That's the R. Uh, the I is being intentional. For example, Leslie, I love the conversation we had today. I would love to reach out to you and make a connection with you. If you're in the Charlotte market, let's grab a cup of coffee and talk a little bit more about what you've been doing. Let's see if there are synergies out there. So I'm being very intentional with my approach. It's me telling you I'm inviting you to a relationship, hopefully. I hope you accept. But the reason I want to invite you is because of these reasons. So I'm showing interest in what you are going to bring to the table. So it's just not going to be a one-way street. Um, the S is soliciting feedback. Now, mentorship works only when a mentor is ready to help grow and nurture the mentee. And in return, the mentee is able to accept that. So soliciting feedback really comes from the mentee's standpoint, meaning, okay, I give you permission, Leslie, as a mentor, to tell me something that I need to work on, something I need to improve, some things I'm doing great. So soliciting feedback takes a lot of courage. It does. And vulnerability. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But you know what? Once you have crossed that or you've taken that step, the power over you that, you know, the thoughts, the negative feedback has goes away. It's a cloud that just goes away. So to be able to take that first step of saying, I give you permission to give me feedback is a very courageous one. And I want you to take that. I want you to take ownership of that. So that's the S in that. The E is embracing and engaging. So once you've given me the feedback, now I can go and sulk. I can go close myself in a room with a bottle of wine till I get over it. Or I can say, Thank you for that. I really appreciate your candor. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to embrace that feedback and I'm going to go ahead and engage with you as my mentor and we're going to work on a growth plan for myself. It was when you were going through it, it's like I almost felt like it was like it's also embrace and engage change. Because it's actually, because you have this information now, the question is, what are you going to do with it? Absolutely. And we, right, definition of insanity. I know it's overplayed. <laughs> Same thing over and over again, expecting different mm -hmm. results. Yep. Yep. So this is really that the, taking the gift of the feedback yep. and turning it in to, to create some enhanced or amplified version of you. Absolutely. The reinvention part. Yeah. Right. So uh, Jade talked about it yesterday and I couldn't agree more with her. The resurrecting part, the reinvention part, you know, the move, move like a maverick part. Uh, every 
step in my career, I have, in a way, reinvented myself. I was a developer. I became a tech lead. I became a mother. I became an Instagram, you know, influencer. I started doing cooking classes. I started, you know, having kids. So every step of the way has been a professional and a personal reinvention. And that is key to growth for a person. Absolutely. I could not have said it better. And so it was actually a perfect lob to a topic that I always love to start closing our conversations with in these Women in Agile discussions. And that is, what is it that you have on the roadmap for your next, like your professional development journey? What are those next couple steps of things you're going to be doing? Thank you for that. So I've been uh, doing a lot of thinking, if you will, the past month or so as to how I want to navigate what I have currently going on and what is it that I want to do when I grow up, right, kind of a situation. And I get inspired a lot. I get inspired by kids. I get inspired, um, you know, by my partners in life, you know, whether it's my team members or my spouse or my family. Um, You know, I really feel that I'm really trying to grow as an individual as I do what I do. So I'm really getting into the field of active mentorship as well as leadership. And I'm going to explain that a little bit. There are a lot of books out there which talk about leadership. There are a lot of books out there which talk about mentorship, but I really want to take a stab at really providing some value from how it is in the trenches. You know, people can read a book and they can get inspired, but what is it to really live the life of a person who has done it, right? Who's been there, who's done that, and who's really talking about it. So I think my next uh, couple of things that I want to do, obviously, is grow in the field of agility. I'm already, you know, training and coaching and executing, if you will, but I want to get to a point where I'm able to really lead people into a mindset change, into an organizational change, into a more of that holistic change management, if you will. To your point, change is going to happen. How do you as an individual really accept change. Now, being a woman myself, I want to take that tangent and say, how do you accept change as a woman? Because there's so many things that are happening around us which are going to impact us both professionally and personally. So those are a couple of things that I'm working on and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to talk about that in the near future. Awesome. That sounds really exciting. Thank you. Um, do you have any courses or training events that you've got, like, planned out on your radar that you're going to go attend? Yeah, great, great question. So actually, I'm going to go to the Southern Fried Agile conference. Excellent. Of yep. course, that's local. I'll see you there. <laughs> Absolutely. I have to go support that and eat the fried chicken there. Uh, but other than that, um, I'm looking at a couple of different speaking opportunities to be honest Um, I have a couple of articles in the works I'm talking about not only agility related I'm talking about the unhidden truth about COPs communities of practices I'm also writing an article about the six keys of uh, how to unlock a thing called success which is going to be really interesting. What was the title of that again? The Six Keys You Need to Unlock a Thing Called Success. A Thing Called... Oh, I like that. Yes. And the reason I've kept it that way is because success means differently to you and myself. Mm -hmm. So we're going to explore that. What does this thing called success mean? And then we're going to talk about the six keys that you would need to unlock that thing for yourself. That sounds really fun. So it's part inspirational, part motivational, and very much actionable. So I really want to work on stuff that is action-oriented rather than just theory. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so important. Like those stories, as you kind of phrased it a minute ago, the being in the trenches, Mm -hmm. living it day in and day out. And those stories are uh, so important, I think, to just... You, there's other people like me out there dealing with this too, Absolutely. and I'm not alone. Absolutely. And it, um, it's another way to bond us as a community. Absolutely. Bond and grow individually. Yeah. That is the big thing for me. So any final thoughts, any wisdom you want to leave our listeners with today, Rhi? Oh, I like that. Um, stay hungry. Ooh. Stay hungry. That's what I say. So I have a blog, like I said, and I always say this to people that 
I learn from every given opportunity that is thrown my way. Um, if there's somebody knocking at your door, there's a reason for it. Open the door and just stay hungry. Never, ever settle. I like that. Yeah, stay hungry. <laughs> Perfect. Reedy, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting today. I love that we got to do it face to face versus doing it virtually. Thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. Excellent. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Women in Agile podcast series. It's brought to you in partnership from the Women in Agile nonprofit organization, as well as Accenture Solutions IQ. We hope you've learned something new and invite you to go tell a friend or a coworker about the podcast. You can also go online to womeninagile.org in order to learn more about our initiatives and find additional inspiring podcasts conversations. Thanks for listening to this Women in Agile podcast episode. Find more inspiring conversations by visiting womeninagile.org slash podcast, checking out the podcast series on iTunes, or visiting your podcast application of choice. If you have an idea for a topic, speaker, or feedback on an episode, please reach out to us via email through podcast at womeninagile.org.